Hey there, I'm your host, Stephanie Lugo, and welcome to the Market Authority Show. If you have found your way here, you are a real estate pro who's ready to transition from chasing leads to getting dream clients to chase you. This podcast is where you will learn modern real estate tactics to attract, connect, and scale so you can get paid consistently, connect with dream clients, and keep your sanity. Let's get to it. Andrika, thank you so much for joining me today on the show. How's it going? Good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. The pleasure is mine. We were just talking a little bit off air and I'm like so excited. I feel like there's so many ways that we can start the conversation, but probably the best is for those who have not met you yet. Can you share a little bit about yourself, where you're located, how long you've been in the biz, all that good stuff? Yeah. So um, as you said, I'm Wendrika. I am from Eugene, Oregon. I'm a total native Oregonian. Um, been a little bit, you know, lived a little out of the state, but man, I love it here. And I'm I'm pretty much stuck here, like for what it's worth. I, I adore it. I love the mountains and the slower pace of life. Um, and it's been really fun to even learn more about my state as I'm working in it and being wanting to share it. So I've been in real estate for, I think almost 10 years. Um, I think I got my license in 2014 and and really truly I was a part-time agent for a long time. It was at the cusp of a uh, 2020 that I decided to really go really go hard full-time. I was like this is it. I'm finally ready. <clears throat> um and then of course COVID happened. Yeah. And it was it was confusing. And uh, but I still kept plugging away because we we kept working. Um and my brokerage uh, hybrid real estate was super supportive. We were already you know, heavy tech side, like they, they started using a lot of tech as a boutique brokerage before a lot of other companies did. So we were totally set up. We were used to doing online tours. We were fully, fully digital. So it was, it was seamless to work into COVID. Um, and then of course I had a couple of fantastic years <laughs> as we all did. Um, and still really wanted to be dedicated and figure out how to like weather that, um, you know, and, and push on. And it also going through that experience made me want to become like crisis proof. Um, it made me really think differently about the industry and being a small business owner, which we all, my husband and I have had a cabinet shop and construction company for years. So I'm small business is kind of my everything. Um, and COVID made me want to re-examine like a lot of us, how, how we do everything. So, yeah. Yeah. So how did, even, even during those really good years, mm -hmm. how, how were those really? Because even the good years financially, like it was exhausting. Did you feel like you were just completely just getting drug along or? Totally. Yeah. I mean, the first year 2020 um, was a little different, you know, it was, there were so many other things happening, but once I think it was rolling into 2021 where it really ramped up for us here in our area. Um, at that time, there, were, there was no time to even think about what was happening. It was just like, boom, 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 boom. Um, trying, try, without any systems for me at that point, I was just kind of like grasping, like talk to that person, talk to this person, like keep this going. It was exhausting. And then it kind of shifted in 2022, it slowed down a little and I think that's when I really thought like, oh, okay, what happened then was not, that's not here to stay. That was just a blurb. Um, mm -hmm. And if I want that kind of business, I actually have to do something different. Like, 
everybody was, not everybody, a lot of people were experiencing that high during 2021. Um, but, but I was still just sort of running around like mad. Yeah, it was nuts. Where was most of your business coming from? Um, at that point, I was still under, I hadn't really been tracking it. Um, okay. So, but I think that it was definitely some online from some online advertising. Um, and, and really, honestly, it comes from the database. It comes from my network. So I think I le finally learned that that's where the bulk of it comes from. Um, okay. Dabbled in some other online things. And I, I don't like the way that you have to work those leads. Mm -hmm. So yeah, focusing. And what I really want to focus on is, yeah, the local, my network. Yeah, I love that. And we've had a couple of conversations about like, how do you position a brand around that how how is that going to be different for you going forward as opposed to the last couple of years um in terms of like just presenting that self as a really like local outdoorsy kind of brand yeah i mean we even so my sister-in-law and i um formed a team or a group um at our brokerage and we're allowed to brand ourselves even you know with like logos and signs and things so i almost started with that and then but it was still, I was still missing all the meat behind it. So we wanted something non-corporate. We have a tree, it's like earthy, you know, this kind of um, small town forest people. I don't know what, you know, like the lot of people think of in Oregon, but it was missing all all the, the, the real quality, the meat behind it. That's like, what was, what, what were we actually? And who am I actually? And that's what I just really didn't have an idea of until I started Market Authority. It's like actually defining that, putting the time and effort into it. Like, well, what do I actually offer? You know, it's really easy to lift, list off a bunch of buzzwords of who I am as an agent and then see that a hundred other agents are listing out the exact same thing. So what does actually set me apart as a person? Who am I individually? How can that benefit my clients? Um, how does that even help me work with other agents? So clarifying all of that, it's like, it goes from, I was at zero and now I'm, you know, I'm just like speeding down the highway of actually having a definition of who I am. And it's, it's still a work in progress for sure. Um, but just the first step of defining who I am as a brand beyond just a logo was a total like concept, normal concept for me. I love that. And, and I, I, I like how you put that because a lot of times the first thing that we think of when we talk about branding is that the initial thing that we can see, right. like that tangible stuff of the logo and the signs, and like, ooh, what are all the visual elements that we want to really portray out there because we live in such a visual time yeah. with social media and everything. But as, as you say, it is like the meat behind it. And when you actually have like those belly to belly conversations, like what's going to be that, that thing that helps you connect. Can you share a little bit about what, like what that has kind of developed into for you? Um, a lot of what I've been focusing on is bringing the things that I'm learning. Um, it's, it's kind of like, you know, maybe you have something written on the top of your mirror, you know, like your little note of like, what is that thing? And then letting that help define my conversations. And I've been focusing on, um, really focusing on database, on face-to-face, -face, on more, more focused phone calls. Um, even in the way that I respond to emails, you know, it's, 
I'm wanting this to really inform my conversations, I guess, my, my relationships. Um, so that's what my focus is to start. Like I want, I want the database to become, and my database marketing to become second nature and intuitive. Um, so that's, that's my goal. So, I mean, like a lot of things, like I can run through a transaction. I can, that's all second nature now. I like in, in bringing in the, um, asana flows, it's like some of that's like, Oh, that's, I already do all that like in my sleep, but it's this other stuff that I'm not doing. So I want, but I want these things. I want the conversations and the relationships and being genuine with people. I want to be genuine, but how can I communicate my value and communicate what they need? You know, people come to you because they need support and I want to be able to be more effective in the way that I'm supporting them um, and being clear on what I offer. If I can't even describe what I can offer, then how can I expect to be consistent in that offering? Oh. So, so I, you know, I just want, I want that to be really spelled out and to work on it and practice it so that it becomes second nature. And then some of the other things like the social media side of things is percolating. Um, but I need, I want more clarity in my foundation still. So that that's what I've been working on. What has happened to your business since you started kind of operating that way? Um, well, it feels a lot more consistent. Everything feels more consistent. I, I don't, right now we're in such a strange time. I'm having a hard time really understanding my metrics right now and, you know, seeing where we were. I'm not quite where I was in 2021. I'm almost where I was in 2022. But what I'm hearing are a lot of people are struggling and leaving the business. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm really busy right now. It's December and I, I feel like I have this very solid pipeline. Um, I can spell out, you know, I can estimate what my closings are going to be in the next few months. And for winter, that's like that feels like a wow, a win to me um, to have confidence in the winter market for our area. I know you have like a totally different seasons because yeah, we're the opposite. Yeah, for us this is like this you know people don't even some people don't even work in December so and I'm I'm busy and I do believe that's a direct result of of what I've been learning in market authority and how I've been applying it so it just feels really good I love that for you um you mentioned something before we hit record about the database and like the CRM. And I want to have that conversation just to dive into a little bit like what happens when you distinguish between these certain terms that are used interchangeably all the time in real estate. Can you walk through a little bit of that process and how that really clicked for your your brain and then your business? I can try. I had to hear it multiple times. And it, this wasn't, I think it, this started a little bit even before um, I, I joined a local mentoring group last year. Um, and then when I left, I, I lived remotely in San Diego for about a year and I couldn't be part of it. They just weren't set up for remote stuff. And, and I think that that's where the, this kind of light bulbs went on or turned on. And it was like, wait, there's something different here. And at that time I had no CRM. We had, we had closed out Chime at our brokerage. I had no CRM. Um, I was completely lost of, of like, who's my client list and what do I do with them? And um, I almost felt like I was starting over as an agent, except that I had this giant list of people uh, and I didn't 
on it. I had no clue how to categorize them. And, and it took a couple of, a couple of rounds, I think of market authority <laughs> to finally to keep hearing like databases, the people you're working with, CRM is how you're organizing them. I mean, now it feels really obvious, but I, I just kept lumping up the people with the list or the, the people with how I'm organizing them. It was mm -hmm. like, I just couldn't even tease it apart. And, and now it feels really clear, like the database are the actual people and they're, they're not every single person that's ever come across my desk. They're not every single old lead from Trulia from 10 years ago. They're, they're actual people, they're actual leads, they're actual clients, people that I want to talk to and who want to talk to me. Uh, and then they all go and they get categorized in a CRM. So it's like the address book. Um, and that that has, you know, I, I honestly feel a little embarrassed by how long it took me to really understand that. But it's made a big difference. And, and even even understanding the difference between the people like the like we talk about the top 150 like the, the real people versus mm -hmm. those random leads that came through once and they just are annoyed and they they clicked on something on zillow and now the 100 agents are calling them like those are not i mean maybe, maybe that can be something but that's those are not the people that i want to focus my relationship energy on um so that's all been huge and i'm really working with that quite a bit I love that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about consistency and you, you'd mentioned that um, once or twice since we've been talking, mm -hmm. tell me, tell me a little bit about your day. Like how does, how does your day kind of roll out at this point as opposed to how it was before? Do you feel like you're more consistent in your routines? I am more consistent. I'm still not totally consistent. Routine does not come naturally to me. Um, I could do something different every single day and be totally content with that. Um, I don't think my business would be content with that. So I am um, still really working on the power hours idea of understanding, you know, like what is the, the kind of high value time? Um, what am I doing? And, and, and learning that it doesn't need to be eight hours worth of prospecting mm -hmm. and like putting that down, like, okay, be focused be um, purposeful and it can fit into this couple of hours. Um, so I, I'm still working with all of that, but I have like, I have a whiteboard over here with my, with power hours written out on it. I have them like, I have them written everywhere and I'm um, some, I haven't quite figured out how to do this all at the same time of the day. Cause you know, I don't know. Yeah. I really struggle with making appointments consistent. I keep making appointments during when I want my power hours to be. I'm like, oh, I did it again. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> like, and so then maybe I try to do them later, but then something else comes in. So these are things I'm working really, really focused on um, because I because the consistency in the work is what matters in real estate, you know, in, in prospecting, not, not in managing your current transactions. That part, again, I feel like is is easy at this point, but you can get really lost just working on current transactions and then there's nothing after it. Mm -hmm. So those kind of power hours, the, the discipline, the working on the database and the prospecting is absolutely crucial if you want to have a business that keeps going. Like your business will just completely stop if you don't work on those things. So it's important. Hey, it's Stephanie. 
We know that you love tuning into the show each week, and I appreciate your continued support. Now we have a fun opportunity for you to get even more involved with the Market Authority community. How would you like to have your thoughts and opinions featured right here on the show? It's simple. Just leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Here's the deal. Every week, we will pick one lucky listener's review, and we'll read it right here on the pod. That's right. Your insights, questions, and feedback could become a part of the show. So take a moment to leave a review, and who knows? You might hear your name and your thoughts discussed on our next episode. We can't wait to hear from you. Your reviews mean the world to me, and they help me know if I'm on track with the content that we're creating for you. Plus, your reviews help other realtors find this podcast, and we know that sharing is caring, right? Keep those reviews coming, and remember to stay tuned for more expert insights and tips. Thanks for being a part of our journey. Now, back to the show. It's so crazy. And so you and I have been in the business for about the same amount of time. Uh, We both got licensed in 2014, and it's crazy how you keep having to learn these lessons. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I mentioned was I feel like at that year three or year four, there's a lot of agents who are are looking around thinking like, why have I not made it yet? Like, why is it still hard? And then you get to like year seven, eight, nine, and you have a lot of the same challenges and some new ones, and then it keeps going. Have you felt that too? Like share with me a little bit about that journey and maybe what challenges you're looking to overcome at this point. Yeah. Um, I, I started off as a bit of a reluctant real estate agent and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't want to tell anyone that I was in real estate. I would never tell anyone. I'd be like, you know, like mutter it, like, how can I ever spread the word if I won't spread the word? Um, I started off as a buyer's agent for one year and it was tough. It was really tough. Um, that was back in the really the heyday. I, I think of it as the heyday of online leads and um, yeah. stuff. And then I, I went off separate on my own with a large national brokerage for a year. Um, and I still just felt a bit lost. I felt like I was getting fed almost like some old template for how to be a successful real estate agent. And I it just wasn't buying it. Um, and so I, I was resistant. I'm like, I'm going to rewrite the real estate method. I'm going to rewrite the book. But I had no idea how. And so I moved to a smaller local brokerage, not non-national, um, and started getting a little more, you know, like the online platforms. And even I can't believe I worked in a time where we stored paper, you know, like... <laughs> So it still was a big deal to have everything transition to digital, digital paper management. Um, But but I was still, you know, the first few years of real estate, there's a lot to learn transactionally. Like there's so much to learn to be able to take care of your clients well, which is the most important thing, making sure there are not issues, that their needs are met, that, you know, that's, there's so much to learn there that, and it's always like of the moment, it needs to happen today. So I always felt then that I was kind of grasping for the other things, how to how to work my business, how to how to work. The, I, mean, I was talking. Everybody talked about the pipeline all the time, but they never really helped me to work the pipeline. How do you actually keep the pipeline going? So, you know, it was a long, slow process, um, and I don't. I think it was like that right before COVID, where I really said, "I want to be serious about this now. I want to develop a business. I want." 
there to be a framework, but I still had really had no idea how to do it. Or I, I wasn't loving still the old playbook that was being taught. Yeah. What's, what would you say is like the biggest difference between the old playbook and what we're doing in market authority? <sighs> well, you've done a really, I mean, amazing job fleshing things out, like defining, like everything is really defined. There's a lot of material. So you don't just say work your database. You actually call <laughs> your sphere. <laughs> yeah. Call your sphere. Did you make, did you make your calls? Mm -hmm. Um, did you go door knocking? Did you knock 30 doors? Whatever, you know, um, you give us really specific things to do. Um, and, and I'm sure, you know, somebody might be able to come up with these. I mean, I don't see how because there's so much information out there now. Mm -hmm. If you try to do like the grocery store idea where you're just like picking random things, it, it's really hard. We don't, we don't have the time to put all of that together, but you somehow like in your magic have, have really collected a lot of things and defined them and spelled them out. Like you spell it out so well so that I can adopt it. And if I need to shift or adapt a little, it's easy. Um, and that, that's the big difference. It's, there was just no real definition in, in the call your sphere. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to have the, you know, the database, like the whole year planned out. And it's not even that hard. I know, <laughs> isn't that crazy? It's simple, um, but it's effective and it's purposeful. So, wow, answers that question. Yeah, that's awesome. I I love that answer. Actually, I'm like writing down. Yes. <laughs> like purposeful. Yes. <laughs> I I think that that's all any of us want because like a lot of times we get into real estate maybe by accident. I mean, for me, it was definitely just like a happenstance. I, I, I get very confused when I hear people who say, I've always wanted to be a realtor. It's just always been in the back of my head. I'm like, oh, I was not <laughs> I was a victim of 2008. I couldn't get further away from real estate. You know what I mean? Um, but, but now, now I love the business and, and it is, it, you do, especially I think maybe I don't want to speak for you, but from what I felt after those first couple of years of really trying to figure it out, the purpose and the intentionality mm -hmm. and the, um, the, the, the ritual, uh, the ritualness, like I missed that. I missed having a little bit of a sense of what to expect in my day. Um, and that's why I get like super crazy about like, no, let's get like as detailed as we can so that we can understand what we're actually talking about and have a constructive conversation on how to implement. Right. And, you know, I've never really worked, I've never worked in corporate, you know, as an employee, but I, what, from what I hear from people, there's a lot of, um, of going through the motions of people feel like they're acting like they're working, but they're not actually accomplishing anything. And that does not work when you are self-employed. <laughs> you cannot pretend to do the work. You will have no income. You actually have to do work. It can't be busy work. It is so easy to lie to yourself. <laughs> that you're actually that you're working when you're you're just doing busy work that's not going to advance your business it's not going to help your clients it's so that's a thing i'm working on like being mindful of am i doing real work am i doing you know fake work right now so and and market authority helped me with that it helped me to see not just to define income producing activity which is important um but even on a whole, on the whole day, you know, what is, what am I doing with my time? 
really, what am I doing with my time? And I think it's actually the social, the 10, 10, five that got me thinking about that because just because you're on social media, actually on your phone, on social media, it doesn't mean you're being productive about it. So, you know, you have to be super intentional about that time spent. Um, and then it made me think about it on, you know, on everything else. So, yeah. Was there a moment before you joined Market Authority that you were like, oh, like I need to fix this and I need to figure this out? Like what what kind of like spurred you to, to look for something like MAA? Sure. So it's because I was in San Diego. I spent the last 2022, 2023 school year in San Diego for my son to be able to attend high school um, <clears throat> his senior year. And I found myself, I, I was still maintaining my life in Oregon, my business in Oregon, but I found myself kind of twiddling my thumbs down there. Like, okay, I can't go meet people. I can't go check a house. Like, what, what am I doing? How do I keep a business going? Um, and then I really was thinking, these are things I should be doing no matter where I am, whether I'm home or not. So I started, I think I started in November of 2022. I found you on YouTube. And I was immediately like, oh yeah, okay, there's something here. And so I would just dig around for all the you know free videos and and was it just felt like, okay, I think there's something here that I need because I'm just sitting here at another coffee shop in San Diego trying to work, but I don't have any direction. Um, I mean, that's really what did it. And I, I kept trying and I was using the the free material, but feeling like, okay, I think there's so much more here mm -hmm. that's gonna um, and I, I remember the morning where I was like, where I signed up and, you know, and then I had the call with Karen Ann and, um, it felt immediately like the right thing to do. And I was excited to start. Oh, I love that. I remember when she, she had mentioned that you were like, she was like, she's gonna, you know, this is, this is definitely going to be a new member. And, and we always put notes in mm -hmm. and it was like the first thing she said perfect fit. She's going to do great. And I was like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you were like, we love having you on the coaching calls. Um, it sounds like you've done some group accountability before. Tell me a little bit about your experience just with like the group coaching aspect. Cause yeah. um, we don't talk about that a lot, but for me, I think that the group coaching aspect is one of the most valuable things that we can do. I, I think That's it's true. really important to surround yourself with a community of like-minded agents. Yeah. That, that really, I think was the catalyst for me to, to be growing and, and changing my businesses when I started with the, that group. And it's a local group, guys at my brokerage, they're mm -hmm. amazing. Um, if I, if I hadn't gone to San Diego, I might've just kept up with that because we would meet. I loved meeting in person. I love the brainstorming, the, um, the talking together. It's what I love about, I mean, I can't believe that we get two live calls a week um, with this. It's great. It's that collaboration. Mm -hmm. um, and when you are trying to grow, you need a group that is safe that you can, you can ask your silly question to and, and feel like, I know I've asked this five times, but I still am not getting it. Um, that's a huge, I think a huge benefit of being in a mentor group. Um, and to be able to bounce off your new ideas and to have people kind of check you. Um, I can't believe it took me so long to join. And I think it was, I think honestly, money was a barrier in years past. I would look at the, some of these big, you know, advertised programs and um, they seemed too expensive and I didn't know how to gauge the value. Um, and I've always been this go it alone kind of person, which I'm, I'm working to shift away from. Um, so, oh yeah, I mean, joining a mentorship group 
is so key. If I if I do ever grow a team or expand, it'll be mandatory that my team is part of market authority and or, and not or but and that we have a really strong um, mentorship aspect in our group. Like, yeah. It just needs to be more of that. I really think so too. I think so too. And if you think of like our purpose as realtors, like it says in the preamble, like our purpose is to protect the public. Yeah. And and we it's hard to do that when you're terrified of what your day has. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. I yeah, absolutely. Um and there is a lot to learn, you know, where we have a lot of responsibility. So we do need the transactional support and the, the this weird thing is happening, um, you know, in this transaction. And also, how do I grow my business? And also, how do I not lose my mind? Um, so there's a lot to it. And if you're constantly running around kind of in fear, um, you're not going to be your best self and you're not going to be able to provide the best protection and support for your clients. So I think it's it's really for yourself and your clients. Yeah, I agree. What are you um, What are you most excited about for the next ninety days or so? Um, I'm excited to keep. Really want to keep honing in on the database. Um, I'm getting. I feel like I'm getting close to a place of like oh, I got it. <laughs> I'm working on um, newsletter, some database marketing things. I'm excited about, I know it seems kind of a silly thing, but I'm excited about these things. I'm excited about getting some of these systems in place so that all I need to do is update the information in it, you know, but I've got the framework. And um, there's so much freedom in that that I am excited about it. And I've, I've got a lot going right now, client, you know, transaction-wise, client-wise, listing-wise, and I'm excited to see some of those through. Some of them have been challenging. Um, and it's always it's always exciting to get to to see this come to you know their fruition or their completion. Um, I know I had some other things that I was thinking about. Oh, you know, part of part of this, I'm hoping to travel. I'm hoping to go to India this winter. I'm not sure if it's going to work out, but you know, having having your business really organized and um, so that your clients are taken care of, like maybe you get sick. You know, it's not just travel, or there can be family emergencies. But when, when your business is really organized, then you have the freedom to go on a trip or take care of the family without your business falling apart. So that's even that's an exciting portion of this, um, getting feeling more and more control, having more and more organization so that I have a little freedom, you know, even mentally, like mental freedom. I mean, it's it, I, I couldn't agree more. I literally was just thinking earlier, like I just, it, it's all about like feeling like you're in control of this reality that we put ourselves in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I think we've all, all real estate agents have to go through that, that, um, that cycle of, of looking up one day and like, why did I choose to put myself in this insane industry? Because it is like, like you said, like it's cycle after cycle is challenge yeah. after challenge, market yeah. after market. There's always something different, which is adventurous and exciting, but also so exhausting. So I'm like 1000% tracking with you, having mm -hmm. that control, having a sense of security and understanding what's coming next and what you need to do. Right. Like that really is the key to freedom and flexibility in real estate, I think. Absolutely. And, and that's what I'm getting out of the program. Like that's, 
you've really spelled out the framework so well and you know written it out it's like the google sheets the the docs like it's so it's all really spelled out and it takes time it takes time to grow and it takes time to develop um or implement but the way that it's set up so that you can go back and do the whole thing over again and but it's not like you're it's not repetitive because there's so much information that you're gleaning something new and you're applying something new and you're having this like oh duh moment you know you heard something three times and now it makes sense because maybe you figured out something else that that that's building on um so yeah it, it makes such a difference to have the, it's i hate to say it over and over with the organization or mm -hmm. it makes a difference well I'm I'm so happy um, that you have been able to find value in it, that it is creating a little bit more space for you and your family to do the things that you guys love. Definitely do India next year. That would be super cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll very jealously be watching or, or hearing all the stories when you return. Um, I, I want to just take a moment and, and acknowledge you. Um, it's, it's so much fun working with agents who have the experience that you have, who have a couple of years under their belt mm -hmm. and um, who are also learning new things and getting really curious about like, is there a better way to do this? Um, can this look a little bit differently for me? And it's, you are so generous in sharing that part of your journey with us mm -hmm. and it offers so much to us of the group. So while I am thrilled that you've gotten so much from Market Authority, we also love having you. And um, I just am really grateful for what you do to contribute to the group as a whole as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. Awesome. For those who might want to connect further, where is the best place for them to find you? Instagram, would you say? Or? Yeah, I'd say Instagram is the easiest. I'm also on Facebook. I'm a little older than you are, Stephanie. And we are on Facebook still. <laughs> um, yeah, Facebook or Instagram. And it's just my full name for both of them. Wendrika so. Olofsson. <laughs> Well, I will have I will have all those details below. If you're listening to this and you want to check out Wendrika and see how she's doing in her business or need someone to connect with um, for a fabulous client referral in Eugene, she is your gal. <laughs> awesome. Wendrika, thank you so much for joining me today. I loved having you. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I'm super honored that you asked and I'm really thrilled to be in the program. I can't wait to see what else we all do together. Yes, yes. Good things to come always. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to the marketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.